This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. Emotional intelligence, why is it important and how this one skill can completely transform your mental health by simplifying your life, your own self and your relationships with other people. So what is emotional intelligence? How much is your emotional quotient? This and more on this quick and snacky episode of the SOS show with me, Suchita. The term emotional intelligence was first used in the year 1985 by Wayne Payne in a paper, A Study of Emotions, Developing Emotional Intelligence. He writes and I quote, Indeed, many of the problems facing society today are a direct result of emotional ignorance, depression, addiction, illness, religious conflict, violence and war. Perhaps we humans have tried too hard to civilize ourselves, trying to deny our true animal nature, our emotional nature along the way. Whatever our motivation, however, we have not done this out of any inherent evil nature. We have done this because we have had the wrong idea altogether about the nature of emotion and the important function it serves in our lives. So the nature of emotion and the important function it serves in our lives. I don't know how many of us have actually pondered on this in our day-to-day living. I definitely haven't. It was then again used in the year 1990 by psychologists Peter Salovey and John Mayer in their landmark article Emotional Intelligence in the journal Imagination, Cognition and Personality. It's on the internet but I couldn't access this paper. They defined emotional intelligence as the ability to monitor one's own and others' feelings and emotions, to discriminate among them, and to use this information to guide one's thinking and actions. And finally, it seeped into us in the year 1995. The concept of emotional intelligence was popularized after the publication of Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. This landmark book, highly recommended, everyone should read this, was on the NY Times bestseller for 18 months. It has been translated into 40 different languages and Time called it the 25 most influential management books. The summary of this landmark book from Super Summary goes like this. Daniel Goldman's psychology book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ Explores, the five crucial areas of emotional intelligence discussing ways in which people can improve their emotional literacy. Goldman suggests that there is more than one way for a person to be considered smart. While most people think of intelligence as one's IQ level, Goldman shines a light on emotional intelligence, which is the ability to handle one's own emotions as well as being able to interpret the emotions of others. The book is split into five parts. In the first part, the emotional brain, Goldman explains the correlation between emotions and actions. Our brain tries to balance emotion and reason in our decision-making, but in highly emotional instances, sometimes our emotions go beyond spurring action and we overreact. Goldman calls this emotional hijacking. So how do we balance these moments of emotional hijacking? Now, Goldman also conjectures that only 20% of a person's practical success 
is dependent on IQ and up to 80% is decided by emotional intelligence. Knowing oneself and one's individual strengths are more important in life than knowing one's IQ. Goldman writes that mastery over one's own emotions that he calls being in the zone can improve health and help facilitate success in all other areas, but specifically in the arts where empathy is the key. In Emotional Intelligence Applied, Goldman explores emotional intelligence as it relates to success in marriage and careers. Something very important, I think, for a lot of people who are listening to this and everybody else around us. He discusses how a person's temperament can be a predictor of behavior, but that mastery over one's emotions can help banish toxic feelings such as worry. Not only does this ability improve one's success in relationships, it boosts one's health by helping to banish unnecessary stress. Now, how many of us relate to this? I definitely can. And in the final section, emotional literacy, Goldman discusses the personal and societal costs that arise from a lack of emotional intelligence. People who cannot control their emotions may suffer from depression, turn to substance abuse or become violent. Well, I've seen this around me. Such individuals have fewer friends and suffer from loneliness, which exacerbates their situation, making them more prone to medical problems. So can we skill emotional intelligence? It seems like we can. PositivePsychology.com writes that emotional intelligence forms the juncture at which cognition and emotion meet. It facilitates our capacity for resilience, motivation, empathy, reasoning, stress management, communication, and our ability to read and navigate a plethora of social situations and conflicts. Emotional intelligence matters, and if cultivated, affords one the opportunity to realize a more fulfilled and happy life. So, skilling emotional intelligence will help us manage our emotions, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, reduce conflict, use our emotions to relieve stress, and all of this significantly improves our physical and mental health. And that in turn also helps us build stronger relationships, achieve personal and professional goals, our performances at work shoots up, and it also enables us to feel more connected deeply with our own selves. So what can we do daily to improve our emotional intelligence slash emotional quotient? Have you ever tried to take an EQ test? There are a lot of ways that you can do an EQ test. Just Google and you're going to find some 20,000 ways to do it. That's one of the things for you to know where do you actually stand when it comes to emotional quotient. Inc.com and VeryWellMind.com have compiled this ways in which you can increase your emotional quotient and work on it as a habit. One thing is think before reacting. Of course, that pause point where the cognition and the emotions meet. So if we hit that pause point, we'll be able to think for like one second, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, and then respond. So it writes that emotionally intelligent people know that emotions can be powerful, but they're also temporary. So when a highly charged emotional event happens... Like, for example, somebody insulting you or, you know, somebody not doing the work going to what you want. The emotionally intelligent response would be to take some time before responding. So this allows you to become calm and not to throw around your emotions 
which mostly is what people do other thing it would do is that you would become an active listener being a great listener is a great skill because listening gives you an ability to understand and respect the other person and also to be able to not just listen to speak or react but to listen to actually try to understand the other person being a great listener will also enable you to take cues of non-verbal communication another thing that emotional intelligence does is it creates more self-awareness so emotionally intelligent people are not only good at thinking about how other people might feel but they're also adept at understanding their own feelings they also pick up on others emotions and body language and use that information to enhance their communication skills other thing that emotional intelligence does is empathize with other people so people who have strong emotional intelligence are able to consider the perspectives experiences and emotions of other people and use this information to explain why people behave the way they do emotional intelligence also enables you to maintain a positive attitude to life so emotional intelligent people have an awareness of the moods of those around them and they guide their attitude accordingly and as they say your attitude determines your altitude so they know what they need to do in order to have a good day they have an optimistic outlook and this could include having a great breakfast or lunch engaging in prayer or meditation during the day or keeping positive quotes at their desk or computer so keeping a positive attitude through either of the ways like your prayers your meditations your you know going through a lot of quotes it could be listening to a, a good youtube video it could be uh, you know interacting with a, a family member whom you really really admire um all these things come together to have a great positive attitude and a great attitude determines your altitude having a high amount of emotional intelligence also enables us to take critiquing well so an important part of increasing our emotional intelligence is to be able to take critique so instead of getting offended or defensive high emotional quotient people they take a few moments to understand what the other person is saying and they try and incorporate that into their lives in their personal life and their professional life and they resolve a lot of issues emotionally intelligent people also have great leadership skills they are approachable and sociable being non-judgmental of others also enhances your emotional intelligence sharing your feelings with others being able to solve problems in ways that work for everyone can be great way to enhance your emotional intelligence but what is the bottom line of all this is awareness it's mindfulness that can make you conscious moment to moment about your life and about the things that's working in your environment that in turn will make you more effective and impactful these researches in awareness of emotional intelligence are now coming to the forefront but many are already using them in schools and management uh, training uh, courses but how i perceive it is that it should be penetrated across the cultural ecosystem from corporates across the industry to artists and all the ecosystems in films and books and fine arts in the most cutthroat professions i think it will definitely change the way we see the world and interact with it and with our own selves 
I'm going to leave you with a couple of great quotes on emotional intelligence uh, by Daniel Goldman. He writes that if your emotional abilities aren't in hand, if you don't have self-awareness, if you're not able to manage your distressing emotions, if you can't have empathy and have effective relationships, then no matter how smart you are, you are not going to get very far. Another very interesting quote by Daniel Goldman is what really matters for success, character, happiness and lifelong achievements is a definite set of emotional skills, your emotional quotient, not just purely cognitive abilities that are measured by conventional IQ tests. Do connect with us if you're working in the field. We would like to cover more of this and bring deeper insights to emotional intelligence.